Good afternoon. Once again, we're here at Shepherd's Heart, uh, where we are having table talks. We host uh, members of the community, business leaders, those who are a part of making Waco great. This afternoon, I have with me Billy Neighbors, who has founded the Tortilla City Fishing Club. Welcome to Shepherd's Heart, Billy. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, tell me about the Tortilla City Fishing Club. How did it get started? Uh, Tortilla City Fishermen of Waco, Texas. Uh, we're found on Facebook. Uh, we've been around six or seven years now. Uh, we started out just as a group of friends that were fishing, mainly in the downtown Waco area around what we call Tortilla City, uh, primarily down around the suspension bridge. Uh, and we just started off as 10 or 15 guys that really liked fishing. And we found it as a kind of a home away from home, if you'd say, spending our weekends and days off work just fishing with one another and uh, slowly just grew our atmosphere for people in the community to share their fishing pictures and their stories about their catches all around town here in the Waco community um, and slowly started growing that into a base to have tournaments, uh, more especially during COVID. Um, scary time for everybody and only thing the news would say is go enjoy the parks, be outdoors. Uh, so during that time, we started giving tournaments, just giving people stuff to do once or twice a month with their family in a safe environment uh, where we could actually get out of the house and enjoy stuff. Uh, and from there, we just kept trying to give our community things to do um, and slowly started aiming at other ways to help the community as well. Tortilla City, that's a fascinating name. Where did it come from? Well, uh, for most people that spend any time on the river, especially around the suspension bridge, it's uh, more or less a Baylor tradition. Uh, for kids to go take flour tortillas in years past when the bridge is open and throw them at the bridge pillars, kind of like Frisbees. Um, and lo and behold, uh, these fish just seem to love tortillas. Uh, so as a cheap, easy, clean bait that you can keep in your car for weeks on end without smelling up the car, um, we just thought it was kind of a funny gimmick once we seen fish starting to eat these tortillas. And uh Little did we know at the time what kind of doors just watching fish eat tortillas would open up for us. What, what kind of doors are you talking about? Besides just just the fishing club, you, you've given us a little introduction, but uh, there's more to you than that. I'd like like you to tell us a little bit about that. I'm born and raised here in Waco, uh, Texas. I've traveled a lot. I've got a lot of opportunities as a child, uh, whether dirt track racing go-karts or being able to fish and just kind of experience the outdoors. Um, and for me as a child, you know, it was hard. We didn't have a lot. We didn't come from a silver spoon cloth. Um, of course, growing up, you never know that you never know, you know, parents did wonderful and not letting us know that we were on the bottom end of the money scale, but blessed. But now that I'm older and through my fishing clubs and, you know, from what I've been able to say for myself and positions, I love being able to see other people enjoy what I enjoy whether it's fishing or going out to eat, um, which is one reason that brought me to Shepherd's Heart to be able, you know, through the fishing club, uh, we were looking for ways to help our community. Um, but as a child, being that one that reached out and needed the help and the family that needed a little assistance to make it um, food-wise and just other things of life, now that I'm an adult, I like the things that my hobbies that I can use, things I love, to also give back to people that, may not have experienced that joy or that need a little help. Um, and those things kind of keep me going. Uh, we all have hobbies. We all love things we enjoy. 
But at the end of the day, there's always a need. People are always going to be in need. So when you can find a way to take the things you love and help those people that are in need around you, those are the opportunities that I relish. Now, we met a little over a month ago, and you blew me away when you called me, just called the, the pantry and we had a conversation about this tournament that you were having uh, over the weekend. It was a, uh, I, I forget the, the weekend and the occasion, but you created a tournament just for Shepherd's Heart. Uh, yes, sir. Um, and in past years, we've done smaller events and, uh, you know, with the resources we had at the time. Um, and we also have donated canned goods to Shepherd's Heart. Uh, I think y'all were at a different location then, but this time I was blessed enough that I had the reserves. We were able to put on a good event. Uh, there was no special cause. It was not a special day. Uh, we just seized the opportunity to be able to do some good in our community. Um, and it doesn't take much to do that. I, I, I'm not rich. Nobody that helps me is rich. Um, but the great thing is we don't ask for anything in return. When you put in a little bit of effort, it is surprising what the people around you and your community will also do. Um, it just takes a little bit of initiative and for somebody to have a passion. And uh, people around you are normally willing to help you when they see that it's good intentions. Um, everybody, I believe, has good in them. And sometimes it takes a little push and people will show you that side, that there's still a lot of good people out there willing to help in all situations. Rather, they come to fish. We had people that day just come drop off money um, because they knew where the money was going to go. Um, and for our event, uh, we held a catfish tournament, uh, pulled out uh, all the pay places for the adults division and paid it out of my pocket. And every bit of money that came in through donations, uh, the raffle tickets or the 50-50 tickets, uh, every bit of that money we donated. And as I won the 50-50 drawing, oddly enough, and just donated that as well. Um, it really just takes a little bit of initiative. Doesn't take much. We set a table out and a chair out and put out a Facebook post and we tell people what the cause is for and people show up because they believe in the community as well. Everybody that showed up, you know, is just as responsible for that as I am because without the people wanting to show up, we don't have an event. So it doesn't take much. It just takes a little initiative to want to do better. You know, Billy, you, you're the quintessential story that, that we love to tell here. You grew up here in Waco. Uh, you didn't have a lot, but you didn't know that because there was love in the house. Yes, sir. And that love created in you the the desire to to give back to a community that you got so much from and not to to do it out of your way, but as a part of who you are, just the, I love it that, you, hey, I love to fish. Let me figure out a way to feed my community. And you did it. Yes, sir. And again, it, it takes a little initiative. It doesn't take, you know, it doesn't take the amount of money that I had to put into the tournament. We've done it with $100 between four of us and decided you know, everybody was going to put in $25 and we're going to have an event today to help the community. Uh, it's really great when I can have an event like this with a good outcome at the end. Um, but I feel, you know, even the small events where it's just people coming together, sometimes it's just the people getting out, getting out of your routine, getting out of something normal. And another thing we focus on a lot with the fishing 
club in general is getting the kids out. Yeah. A lot of kids, when I grew up, you could walk out of your door at seven years old and go to the local pond or walk down to the store and come back. Not a problem. And now, you know, technology, we have video games, we have a hundred things to keep kids occupied. And at least for that small time, I'm encouraging parents to show their kids something that I was blessed with as a child that kept me from realizing how economically poor we were. You know, the outdoors blessed me with an enrichment of me as a person uh, that I believe everybody needs. Not, you know, hunting and fishing may not be for everybody, but parks and the outdoors and Mother Nature is for everybody. Absolutely. Now, how many would you say participated in your tournament? For that event, we had, I believe, on the sheet sign in 53 people. Um that doesn't include children. I think we believe we had another 12 join the juniors division. The juniors division was free to fish. So there was no anything for them to bring a child out. You didn't have to enter. You just had to sign your child up and fish. Uh, and for the kids part of it, uh, we gave away a free guided fishing trip with another great member of our community, Michael Houston, probably the best fishing guide anywhere in central Texas. Uh, and we reached out to him. He agreed to help, loved the cause, uh, you know, even pretty much covered most of his expenses for the trip uh, just to also give back so people would bring their kids out. I love it. Yes, sir. It's that part alone is enough to make me keep doing it. The extra of being able to provide for the community in the ways that we were this last time makes other people go, let us know when you do another one. We are ready to help. We want to help. And uh, that's what it takes is putting good vibes into the universe usually brings them back. Now, let me do a little God math with you. Yes, sir. So your fishing tournament produced uh, a donation of, I'm going to round it to $1,500. Is that? That sounds about right. Yes, that sir. That sounds about right. Now, because of our ability to uh, – through donations and the costs that uh, the prices that we pay to purchase goods, that fifteen hundred dollar donation will feed seven hundred fifty families. It's kind of cool, isn't it? That is amazing. That that really makes it worth it. It really does. And if you take that that same seven hundred fifty, that. Uh, are fed. We're not. We're not just talking about a meal. We're talking about a basket of groceries that has a value of about two hundred fifty dollars each. So if you took that same seven hundred fifty times two hundred fifty, that's a pretty powerful donation that you guys made uh, into this community by doing something that you love. And I, I believe that every family that is affected deserves to be helped. And because people fall on hard times, you're not bad people. You're not lesser than people. Good people with good means fall on hard times. You know, the American dream is alive and well, but, you know, there are people that need help. And it just takes people to realize that you can help. It doesn't take $1,000 to help. It takes a little initiative. And a little bit of time out of your day just to tell people, 
let's do some good. And um, that's really awesome. I didn't realize that when we, you know, you told me before that it was going to feed that many people. I didn't realize it was a basket of that nature. And that kind of brings it home for us like that. That um, that makes me sit here and go, we need to do another one sooner rather than later. Um, And and see, that's that's the beauty of generosity is it's always bigger than it feels at the time. And sometimes you you'll give time. We have people that come and volunteer here and have a great time and we want it to be fun. And it's it's a lot of uh, interaction. It's it's not hard work. It's but it's a lot of fun. But the value of giving into the community is so much greater than than in the moment and you're what what you did is just a picture of that that uh and again doing something that you love you didn't have to uh scale the alico building you didn't have to uh to come up with something that you don't have you use what you do do have and uh, turned it into a blessing as bigger than you knew it could be Yes, sir. And I would have never thought, like I said, I I appreciate everyone that participates in our fishing community, not just my club. There's a number of other clubs out there that help in other ways and other facets of the community. Um, And it's not just the fishing community Uh, in any aspect of anything people do. Like I said, I believe there is good in everybody. Sometimes it just takes a voice. And that's something that we all have that takes no monetary, no money out of your pocket. Everybody has a voice. So for somebody to say, let's go this day, this week, who's with me? If three people show up for that cause, you've motivated three other people to do some good in your community, in your society. And your voice didn't cost you anything to be a voice of reason and good. Now, you know, it's different. We were blessed to be in a position where we could do some monetary good, physically see the good. But anybody can do something in a smaller manner. Your voice is power. And being a voice of reason and hope does just as much, I believe, as what money can do. Just being a voice of positivity in your community, lifting the person next to you up is just as important. Because as a community, when we realize they have more, but we are the same cloth, everybody is of the same cloth, that bridges the gap. That brings us together. That makes us whole again. And once a community is whole, it thrives. And I believe anybody gives and takes. Everybody does. But it doesn't take much to give back a voice of hope and reason. And I believe that's where it starts on any grassroot level. Whether you have a fishing club, whether you have $10 in your account, your voice is power. And when you spread hope, and you spread good morale, good energy. That is just as important. You are building, whether they see it or not. Like, I did not realize we had this kind of an impact until just shortly ago. It's the same thing by using your voice. You may not see the good you do, but spreading positivity is in the same manner. You are lifting those up around you. Very well said, my friend. Very well said. And, you know, a lot of times we will look at our our city and and see steel coming up out of the ground, new buildings being built, uh, a general excitement 
about those things. And, and well, we should, because that's, that's the visible aspects of building a community and, and what gets the press. But the reality is what you did, what your buddies have done, and what you continue to do, and people like you, is really building the city, changing the culture, changing the environment, changing the attitude of a community really just starts with one saying, hey, I can be a difference. And it once you do it once, and again, not not on this occurrence, on a much smaller level, we donated one trunk full of canned goods. It was our first charity event I'd done with any group in the fishing world. And seeing the face of the gentleman we dropped it off with that time at the pantry, I couldn't believe it. I personally was disappointed because we had one trunk full of cans. And the way it was received, showed me there is something more. I felt better in that moment giving a trunk full of cans away than for any paycheck I've received in my life. And once anybody steps out of their comfort zone one time to a light of positivity and in a mindset of doing good, you will feel better. That will be a reason for you to do it again. For anyone that questions, why give to charity? Why give my time? Why be a positive voice? It, what do I gain out of it? You do gain something. It's that feeling inside of you, a pride inside of you, knowing I am a positive figure. I am spreading positivity. That alone, you cannot feel that feeling until you step out of that zone and say, I want to be a voice of positivity. What you receive inside of you as a person from that, it's almost hard to put into words, but that is your payback. Anybody that hears this and goes, why? Do it once. Do a kind act in your community. Be that voice of positivity and feel the difference inside of you the next day, and you will be hooked. Nobody can be positive 100% of the time. I understand life is a occurrence. It happens. But trying to put your mindset in, the person next to me is the same. You will feel the difference inside of you as your payback. Kind of give substance to the old adage, the sky is the limit. It really is. And everybody can reach for it. It's never out of your rasps. The sky is there 24-7. It is your goal to reach for. There's no glass ceiling for the amount of good or positivity you can put in. Jobs have ceilings. You know, environments have ceilings. When you break out of that mindset, and put yourself in a light of positivity, there is no glass ceiling for you. For there, the only thing you can do is more good and be more positive, and that will spread. Well, Billy, that's a, a powerful statement, powerful testimony, and, and we're very much appreciative of you taking some time and, and encouraging us today. I'm so glad to be here, and uh, I just hope that in the future, we can continue reaching out to our community. I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. Um, and for anybody out there that wonders, is it worth it? How, how do I do it? It's a mindset. Positivity. The person next to you deserves everything you deserve. And when the person next to you looks sad, don't be afraid to be the voice of reason and help that person up. It's the exact same at the moral principle as being able to donate your money. Being able to lift your community up comes in all forms and standards, shapes, and sizes. Be that voice of positivity, 
and see the difference in yourself. And slowly, the community as a whole will also benefit from your positivity. Absolutely. Now, your Facebook page, Tortilla City Fishing Club. Tortilla City Fishing, Waco, Texas. Tortilla City Fishing, Waco, Texas. Yes, sir. And lots of great stories and pictures and ways to be involved. Yes, sir. It's open to the public. You have to send us a request to join. Uh, we normally send them right away. Um, and it's open for all of those who just want to see what we're doing, see the fishing stories and pictures. Um, also, we update with new events when we have events coming and other things in the community related to fishing and helping. Uh, we try to get it out there as well. Um, or if anybody just likes fishing. We have plenty of good community members here that are more than willing to help if you need spots or if you need advice. We're here to help you enjoy what we enjoy. Awesome. Billy, again, thank you for being here today and appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. It's been a pleasure.